Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes, plus it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out lumifyeyes.com to learn more. These are the best socks in the entire world, and I'm so excited to tell you guys about them. So did you know that socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters? Well, Bombas is on a mission to change that. They created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet, and for every pair of socks purchased, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. They're designed with special comfort innovations, colors, patterns, lengths, and styles. They are perfect for the entire family. Your feet will seriously thank you. So first off, they have donated over 20 million pairs and counting. They're made from super soft, natural cotton, and every pair is designed with arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed that's supportive but not too thick. They're truly the perfect socks. I'm wearing them as we speak, and I, when, we saw that, when I saw that we were getting this ad, I was so excited because they're amazing. Um, they have these new ones. They're called like new merino wool socks, and they're supposed to be breathable, dry, never itchy, just like the perfect amount of thickness they're the best. Um, they have tons of different colors, patterns, lengths, styles. They also are a great gift for anyone on your list. I wear them all the time. I wear them to work out around, just always. They're literally my favorite pair. Um, so you can save 20% on your first purchase when you shop at bombas.com slash CBC. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash CBC to save 20%. Bombas.com slash CBC. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And today is a very exciting day. We are joined by the Rundown on Snapchat host and E! News correspondent, Erin Lim. Hello. Hi. Hi, <laughs> gals. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Thank thanks for you. being here. Backstory. We met Erin, I would say, in January, maybe? Yeah, I think so. We were in L.A. for business, and we went to the E! Studios, and we met you. You couldn't have been more, like, kind, fun. And we were just, when you were here, we were like, we have to have her on. So crazy to see how far you guys have come from then. I mean, you were only, <laughs> what, like a, not even a year in? Were you a year yeah, in? Uh, we were about, about a year, year, about a year yeah, in. About a year in. Like, to see where you guys are now. Congratulations. Thank you. Guys are you. Fucking huge. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, every single entertainment outlet now references you guys. And it's like, well, you know, so-and-so said this, and we've got it because of comments by celebs. I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> and you'll have no idea what they look like. Yeah. No, you guys listening, they're so beautiful. Oh, thank they're you. so awesome. One day you're going to know their faces. <laughs> I get to look at them right now. I, we are not paying her. Like, I swear to God. This is a, <laughs> that's so sweet. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, it really, it's unbelievable. I mean, and I feel the same way about you, though. Oh, my God. When I first, when the rundown first happened, it was like, Oh, this little Snapchat show. And now, I mean, there's not, I, there's never an episode that I don't watch. It's just like oh. crucial. It's like, how do you know what's going on if you're not watching you? Yeah, you know? it's crazy. I mean, it was literally the first show on Snapchat ever. We didn't wow. even really know what to expect, what we were getting into, what a Snapchat show even looked like. And now vertical shows are everywhere. They're on Snapchat. They're on Instagram. 
um, verticals like the wave right now. So it's pretty cool to see like what we've started and how people have kind of followed suit. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, that's the coolest thing about this industry. It's constantly changing. We were just yeah. talking about that before. Right. Like you guys gave me a little bit of a brief and now we're talking about totally different topics today because things have changed. <laughs> exactly. Kylie Jenner's doing Playboy. I mean, oh, you guys, that happened about five minutes before Aaron walked into the studio. Kylie uploaded that picture. Don't worry. We're going to get into it in the Kardashian recap, but holy shit. I can't, I can't wait. I can't I, I, I already wait. am excited Let's for it. Let's do the show backwards. I know, it's truly. I kind of want to. I know. I yeah. mean, back, speaking of backwards, Kylie Jenner. Okay, yeah. anyway, get to the real stuff. <laughs> okay, so as you guys know, when we have guests on, we don't treat it like an interview. Erin is just going to help us co-host and kind of go through the topics of the day, and there's a lot to talk about today. So, obviously, we are going to start with a Britney Spears update because it's just simply crucial that we give you guys one. So— Chronologically, last Tuesday, it was revealed that Kevin Federline, who obviously is her ex, reached a new agreement with the custody arrangement, and she he now has a 70-30 agreement with her. It used to be 50-50. So everybody was kind of speculating, what was that about? Was it because of the state of her mental health? Was it because of what was going on with her dad? We were really unsure. Hours after that came out, it broke that um, Federline had filed a police report against Britney's dad over a, an alleged fiscal altercation that took place between her 13-year-old son, Sean, and her dad, Jamie. So we're like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. It just couldn't have gotten crazier. Yeah. Apparently, he shook him is what I saw in the reports. That says, there was something that was going down. Britney and the boys were visiting Jamie. Something happened with the door, and then Jamie allegedly shook him. So the whole thing is just has like a very eerie vibe, doesn't it? Always. It does. And then you fast forward today and now Jamie is no longer he's no longer doing the conservatorship. Exactly, yeah. which is so this is insane. It just, I think it was today or yesterday came out that he is no longer the conservator and it's now Jody Montgomery who has been one of Britney's care manager um for the past like year. And apparently Jamie's asking that Jody has all the same things that he had, which is like the power to restrict or limit visitors, the power to retain caretakers and security for Brittany on a 24-hour basis, the power to prosecute civil harassment restraining orders, the power to communicate with expert medical personnel regarding Brittany, and to have full access to her medical and psychiatric records. Which, by the way, just the fact that even he had that, I don't know. I guess I didn't have full knowledge of what a conservatorship is in terms of like what it entails. Holy shit. It's her entire life. And what's interesting now is that he's had this since 2007, 2008, mm -hmm. when she had that meltdown and she was checked into the hospital with a 5150 hold. And he's had such a strong grasp on it. And now with everything going on with her health and this free Britney movement, he's now stepping away because of his quote unquote personal health. I know. It, so it, there's so much here. Like, it's just unbelievable. And I feel like every time something happens, it's like layers and layers keep getting pulled back. Yeah. Last night we were talking, we were doing like a, a bonus episode and we were talking about like ideal celebrity situations. And we were saying, if you could have access to any, totally confidentially, and it was like allowed in this hypothetical world that would never exist, to one celebrity's therapist, who would it be? And we obviously said, Brittany, because we will never get the answers that I think we're all yeah. so curious about. You know, like, we're never going to know what goes on behind these closed doors. But I don't even think her therapist has the answers or I know truly what's going on in her life. I know. She's one of the biggest enigmas in Hollywood. Yeah. In the world. In the world. In the world. You know, a lot of people, I feel like when asked that question, they would say like, oh, with Justin Bieber or someone else. But he's been so open with what's going on. I feel like we kind of know more. Mm. Even the Kardashians, think about it. We know everything about their lives. Totally. Versus like a Britney, 
you know? Well, yeah, the other thing with, like, choosing other celebrities in that scenario, it's like, if you choose a, a Bieber or a Kardashian, it's like, it's almost just like you just want the info to have it. With Britney, it's like, you just don't know anything. Like, you just want to have the info because it gives you at least a little bit of answers as to yeah. what's going on. And is she well? Like, I, I feel bad for her with everything oh. that she has gone through. And now her boys have to have a restraining order against her father. Like, that's scary. And now you don't even have 50-50 custody of your children. I know. And, you, and a lot of people are already speculating that you're not stable. People are speculating that your boyfriend is on your father's payroll. Like, yeah. That's really sad. And and it doesn't seem like she has the ability to come out and really speak her truth. She, she obviously doesn't. And what I think is so—and again, like— Obviously, I don't know. But what I would imagine is so frustrating for her is like, first off, she's already frustrated by the deal with her dad. And now as a result of her dad's behaviors, she gets her kids taken away. It's like she didn't even do anything in that scenario. You know what I mean? Right. I, so I I'm wondering, like, was Jamie trying to help her custody scenario by taking a step back from the conservatorship? I just don't understand why he'd step back right I now. I don't know. I don't know. I it, just What's also really interesting is that apparently she was the one that told Kevin Federline about the altercation right. between Jamie and, and Sean because she's so, like, nervous and anxious as it is about losing custody of the kids that she, like, didn't want to do any missteps. So yeah. she came forward right away and said it. Right. Which is so interesting. Yeah, I don't think she realized what would happen admitting that to Kevin. I guess the alternative would have been worse is him finding out not from her. Yeah, that's true. Could be way worse. Think back to, what, 2006 when she had this the kids that— if, if you would have told me that Kevin Federline was going to get yeah. 70, 30 Oh, my God, forget about it. I would have said, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, hell no. In no way. I mean, With now, those jean shorts in 2006, <laughs> not a fucking chance. Oh, my God. still wearing those jean shorts in 2019. <laughs> it's my unbelievable. My gosh. Yeah. Anyway, so we will continue to monitor and update you guys as we know. But again, we don't know anything that you don't know. We're just doing our best to kind of follow along. Um, the other key piece of this that we forgot to mention is that her doctor— <gasps> Did you Her see doctor this? died. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the doctor who was responsible for her medical treatment died suddenly. They believe that he had an aneurysm. Mm -hmm. And the reason the timing is so significant is because the judge, like, sources said to TMZ that the judge will receive a report within the next 10 days from a court appointed evaluator who has spent more than three months determining if her medical care and other care was appropriate. Huh. That's so bizarre. That's Very like, bizarre. What led to the aneurysm? Was it all of this? Like, or was it really an aneurysm? Like, who, I don't know. What is, is it really exactly? An aneurysm? What's going on Conspiracy there? Conspiracy theories for days. For days. For days. For days. Gosh. Yeah. So anyway, do with that information what you will, everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're moving on to the thing that I'm the most excited to talk about. I think it's not even huge news. I just can't get enough of this couple. So Tyler and Gigi Hadid. I have to give an update. This is huge news, by the oh, way. Huge news. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking. About. I was like, on. this is huge. Every time I enter a cocktail party, a hangout sesh, I run into my friends. It's give me a Tyler and Gigi it, update. I'm like, there's really no update. <laughs> You've seen it all. I can't. I can't get enough. So for anybody that doesn't know, so it was really sad. But um, her grandmother. Yolanda's mom passed away and the funeral was in the Netherlands. So they go, obviously, and it's Anwar and Dua Lipa, which by the way, nobody even gives a shit that Dua Lipa's there, which typically we would be all over that. Bella without the weekend, which as we know, what I don't know what's going on there. And Gigi and Tyler, meaning Tyler accompanied Gigi to her grandmother's funeral in the Netherlands. Like, let that sink in for you. That's not some— yes. That's really crazy. That's major. I don't think I would let my boyfriend who's been dating me for less than three months even meet my family. Actually, that's a fact. You don't meet my family until three months into dating. No, let's go to the funeral. Could you imagine? I mean, they must be, I don't know. 
we're always, we always say we're like crazy optimists with this kind of stuff. Like we always say like, yeah, they'll work out. I have such a good feeling about them. Not saying they're getting married, but I just feel like they have a really good connection. I don't know. Honestly, I'll believe Sean and Camilla when he goes to a funeral with her. Yes. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Same. Yeah. Wait, that yeah. is so funny. I know we're going to talk about them and I have my thoughts too. But um, no, this couple, like they've been dating since early August when Bachelorette wrapped. We saw, we've seen, you know, a couple spottings of them. We've heard she's brought him to different events. And then next thing we know, he's at the funeral. Or there's been, like, um, him spotted, like, leaving her house the next day or her New York apartment the next day. And then she's he's already meeting the friends. And then now he's at the funeral. And now they were at the Tommy Hilfiger party the other night. And it's like, they're moving very fast. They seem really serious about each other. They're playing it coy in a way because we don't really have— photos of them kissing, but we have photos of, you know, their arms wrapped around each other. And then, you know, sources telling us like, oh, we've seen them kiss and Tyler's met uh, Taylor Swift already. And we know Taylor and Gigi are besties. So right. Yeah. It seems like the real deal. Like I believe this more because they're not Sean and Chameleon, Chameleon, Chameleon in my face. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that, that, first of all, we'll get so much in that. But that's exactly what we say. They are playing it. They've never walked a red carpet together. Even a Tommy. Did you see, like, yeah, they yeah. sat together, but it was no, super— No, they didn't even, they sit, didn't even together. sit together. It was, like, super chill. They're doing it right, and I cannot get enough. Like, it's they're giving us just enough that we know what's happening, but not too much, and I'm like, okay, you're lying. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is that we always joke that we're like, I ch- we check constantly on their pictures to see if one of them has commented yet. Constantly. I can't like, even tell you. No, I don't think I, so, for, but— um, Tyler followed Bella the other day, and we were like, "Oh my god!" Wait, listen to this. There's Ty- no way that was the first time he followed her ever. I- well, that's what we were saying. Like, why are you like? Why did it take you till after the Bachelor to follow the Hadid? He had to have unfollowed her to right then- after the Bachelor. Right, probably when Hannah asked him out on that live date, he probably unfollowed around that time. I don't know if anyone was tracking his movements about that. I wasn't. No. So I feel like he probably unfollowed and maybe refollowed. Or let's give him the benefit of the doubt and just say guys aren't as calculated as we are and maybe he just like genuinely wasn't following her and would just look at her pictures. Hang on, this is but, Gigi but by fucking the way, Hadid. By, by the, the way, way, it's not about calculated. I don't know a guy that doesn't follow the Hadids on Instagram know, just for, for the real. sake of the fact that they're the Hadids. I and know. when you see Gigi Hadid slide in your DMs, I'm convinced she slid in the DMs, you're not going to be like, I'm not going to follow her. I know. I don't know. I Very, the whole following thing just makes, no, but he followed Bella. Which the is sister, his, the right? Sister. He so. followed. He followed Gigi right after um, the Bachelor ended in August. He just followed Bella like a, like a week or so ago, which was just I don't know. It was wild. It's like that was the thing when he followed Bella and, and I mean and Gigi in the beginning when he followed Gigi and the rumor started. They're like, oh my god, they started following each other. And it's like, who isn't gonna follow Gigi on Instagram? It's yeah. like if somebody said to me, like, I, I don't know, I think this guy's hooking up with, like, Emrata. Like, he just followed her on Instagram. It's like, what the fuck was he doing not following her on Instagram yeah, exactly. before? Like, right. what, well, you're not going to follow Drake? Like, yeah. <laughs> trust right, exactly. me. Like, trust us from experience. That does not mean anything's happening. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, for everybody that was messaging us, freaking out, trust me, we are as invested. And I didn't even watch The Bachelorette, and I care so much. He has such good vibes. One of my friends met him last week just in the street and said he was such a gentleman, couldn't have been more humble, seems like totally unaffected by all of the fame, but in the best way possible. You guys, I watched that season, and I watched it closely for Tyler Cameron. He is the purest guy. And I knew it from the first episode when they were introducing the guys. I'm like, this guy's going to go far. He's going to go top five, maybe top three. Sure enough, he went top three. Could not believe that she turned him down. And, like, he was literally the best option. Probably the hottest 
bachelorette contestant we've ever seen. Oh. Easily. Easily. He's, hands down. And he's, uh, is he more famous? Is he more famous than Hannah now? Oh, like definitely. He, yeah, yeah. He's, his followers out of the water. were insane. Like 2.2, I think. It's wild. I don't think we've ever seen someone get this famous off that show. No, we never have. And now he's like dating a real celebrity. A supermodel. I mean, we're not talking like a little, this is literally one of the most famous supermodels in the world. Yeah. I, they are honestly a gorgeous couple together too. Yeah. I've she, always said to you, I never saw her and Zane. I know that there was chemistry. Neither did I. But no, I, I, never, I never even, I, I always thought that version was very toxic. Yeah. yeah. I was never into it. I think this is a guy that can keep her grounded, but understands the world she comes from. You know, he's an aspiring model himself or now is a model himself. Yeah. Um. So I feel like this is good for both of them. And he was probably like, hey, like this was a really dope opportunity to do Bachelorette, but like, I just bagged Gigi. Exactly. Right. Like, what? Like, if you saw the passion that he was serving on Bachelorette, like, he's just that guy who his love language is probably touch. Like, he wants to, like, touch you and love you and caress you. And Gigi's getting all of it. I, I know. The massage scene, I did watch that scene. That was so sexy. I— Oh, my God. Yeah, I and, mean, and she was like, listen, this is too much. We're not going to do it tonight. We're just going to talk, which was so respectable. I think that made everyone fall in love with him more. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and my her, God. Yeah. Her self-control, his respectfulness. I don't know. Mm. I have good things to say all around and good for him. Good for Gigi. Just good for you guys. You, yeah, you, you fucking fun. did it. You did, <laughs> it. did it. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move on to a college admissions um, scandal update because I think it's necessary. Can you kind of talk us through, Julie? Just give oh us the facts. So I can love to. So, um, Felicity Huffman, you know, gave her, entered her guilty plea into court and the U.S. attorney, Andrew Lelling, said that he recommended to a Boston federal judge that she would be sentenced to a month in jail, pay a $20,000 fine and serve one year probation for her role in, quote, the largest college admission scandal in the U.S., um, so what happened was Felicity gave statements and she hand, she gave her own statement and she handed in 12 or I think it was actually 24 letters of support, including one from her husband, William Macy, and another from Eva Longoria, who's of course her Desperate Housewives co-star. Yeah. I'll read, I'll read her statement because I feel like if you guys didn't see it, she writes, I'm pleading guilty to the charge brought against me by the United States Attorney's Office. I'm in full acceptance of my guilt and with deep regret and shame over what I have done. I accept full responsibility for my actions and will accept the consequences that stem from those actions. I'm ashamed of the pain I've caused my daughter, my family, my friends, my colleagues, and the educational community. I want to apologize to them and, especially, I want to apologize to the students who work hard every day to get into college and to their parents who make tremendous sacrifices to support their children and do so honestly. My daughter knew absolutely nothing about my actions and in my misguided and profoundly wrong way, I've betrayed her. This transgression towards uh, toward her and the public, I will carry for the rest of my life. My desire to help my daughter is no excuse to break the law or engage in dishonesty. By the way, um, she was reading that in real, like this, that was not a sped up version and you didn't even miss a word when you read that. <laughs> yeah, she's good, thing. she's good, yeah. Like, you really know how to read. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> Thank Sorry, you. That's why we let her do all the reading here. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, um, what, you know, when people say like, what did you think of the statement? Listen, what is she supposed to say? I thought it was good as far as statements I go. I thought it was good, but I thought what was more interesting was the letters. Like I read, yeah. you know, Eva's and I read William H. Macy's. And um, also like in Felicity's letter, she was saying that she was trying to help her daughter, Sophia, with her learning disabilities. And it was so sad reading how, um, or I guess I, I read a report where um, uh, her daughter was just so disappointed that her mom didn't believe in her. Oh. It's like. 
gosh, that's what this is all yeah. about. Like the parents who were involved with this didn't believe that their children could do it on their own. That I was know. the most disheartening part of it all. Um, but yeah, I thought Eva's letter was really interesting talking about how, you know, she was bullied on the set of Desperate Housewives and it was Felicity who stood by her. And, um, you know, William H. Macy, his uh, his letter was, you know, really supportive as well. I would imagine that this is so tough on a relationship, oh my on God. a marriage, on your family, everything. But like they're going through family therapy because of all of this. Oh my God. I and also what I've always found so interesting is the fact that she was charged and he wasn't. I just, it seems like such a joint decision, you know? Well, the thing is, it's like you can speculate that it's a joint decision, but if there's no proof, you can't you charge can't. somebody just because you like assume that I a understand. father. I mean, the thing is with Lori Laughlin and her husband, it was like, there was proof, there was emails, there was calls, everything was co-signed. With her, it was, it was he was never even mentioned. I think that was a very conscious decision on her part. Yeah, probably. I think she was like, I'm getting into this. I think she had to have known that, like, obviously what she was doing could have come back to bite her in the ass. And she was like, I'm just going to leave my name on it. Worst comes to worst, I'm the only one that goes down for it. Yeah. I mean, and she handled it honestly, like, really respectfully in the aftermath. And I think everyone said that. Whereas, like, you know what? She just owned it. She came forward and she was like, here's what I did. Here's why I did it. I apologize. Whereas like, you see the way other people are handling it, Lori Loughlin and others where they're like, honestly, I don't really think I did anything wrong. I don't see the difference between this and donating a building. And that's when things get a little fishy. Yeah. I mean, I commend um, Felicity for coming forward and admitting it. That's not an easy thing to do. But look, she's facing one month in jail. She is getting a $20,000 fine, which is nothing to them, clearly. Um, but now we've got Lori Lachlan and Massimo facing maybe 40 years. Like Exactly. I don't think it's too late for them to take a plea deal, but uh, man, they should have taken that taken that plea deal up front when they had the opportunity. Like this is it's crazy what the punishment could be. Well, that was the thing with Lori Laughlin's plea deal and her husband is that after they denied it and they didn't take it, they then tacked on more charges that right. they found against them. I don't know. If she I will be honestly shocked if Lori Laughlin manages to get through this without anything. Yeah. I mean, I, there are a lot of, I was reading reports and a lot of people say so many different things. One report was like, she's going to get off no problem. I don't think I it's going to be no problem. I just can't imagine a scenario in which that happens. I think they're going to want to make an example out yeah. of them. Like they, they're making an example out of Felicity. This was, I wouldn't even say, this is way larger than a slap on a wrist. Doing jail time really sucks. You know, that's, we shouldn't take that lightly. Um, but f- to then lie in court and, and, and maintain your pride, I think they're really going to, they're going to try and find something. Well, yeah, I think they're going to definitely use Lori as an example. And I think on the, on the reverse, honestly, like, although it like um, jail time is obviously a non-enjoyable experience for, for Felicity Huffman to get one month and a fine, it's almost like they're making an example in the reverse. It's like, you know what? You come forward, you admit what you did, yeah. and it's like you get off pretty easy. Right. Relatively like, easy, listen, I guess. We've seen celebrities come out of jail, good ones too. Martha Stewart, she bounced back. I'm sure Felicity's like, all right, give me that Martha Stewart treatment. Yeah. And let's get on with it. That's, yeah, Teresa Judice is thriving. I, yes. that's it, but I know, but let's be honest, like not and I'm not not to get too much into it. At the same time that I got the notification on my phone about Felicity, I also got a notification about yeah. this um woman, this black woman, I think it was in Florida, who went to jail for sending her her child to um, a, the Di- wrong dis- the wrong public school or the public school in a different district, like lied about the district to send her kid to a different public school. She got jail time, no, okay? She five not. years, yes. No, five she years, yeah. which is just, to me, this whole story, and like, yes, I, I completely commend the way Felicity has handled it. It's really just like 
white privilege in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Well, that's the, that's this from start to finish. The whole thing is white privilege. It it would never, it would never happen in another scenario that people would be treated this way. So like, I just think it's important for all of us to acknowledge what it is. And, and I don't know, there's so much, I mean, the criminal justice. So that's, no, I mean, of course, and and we talk about that all the time, but, um, it's it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot when you look at it. And there's there's also the whole aspect of celebrity that plays into it and, and it being such a public spectacle. And I don't know, there's so many aspects of it. Of course, like one month jail time isn't the best, but on the reverse, it's like, it could have been a lot worse and, lot and worse. it maybe should have been a lot worse. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I feel like she's going to be able to bounce back from that. She will, yeah. I think so. Obviously, we are so excited to tell you guys about Third Love, Julie. (laughs) There's nothing nothing better. It's true. So Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. They have more sizes than other brands. The convenience is insane. You can skip the trip. You find your your fit with Third Love's online Fit Finder. You order it. You try it on at home. There's no more, like, awkward fitting room experiences. None of that stuff. It is amazing. So— The first thing is the Fit Finder quiz. The way it works is you answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Julie and I both did it. It's fun. You're like answering all these different questions about your boobs. And I don't know. I love talking about my boobs. So (laughs) there's over 12 million women who have taken the quiz to date. It takes less than a minute. The thing is breast shape. I feel like people don't know this, but breast shape matters so much when you're finding a good fit. It's not just about size. And they help you identify your size, your shape, and find the style that fits your body. Also, there's the perfect fit promise. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can just return it and they donate it to a woman in need, which is amazing. Um, They have a whole team of fit stylists that are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. They're available every day via text, chat, or phone. The returns exchanges are super free and easy. And it's just, it's an amazing company and an amazing bra. And you know, I really don't wear bras. And in the rare chance that I have to, this is the only one I do. And Julie is wearing it. As we speak, and her boobs look fabulous, if I don't say so myself. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash celebs now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash celebs for 15% off today. Moving on to a Sean and Camilla update, which— Yay. Oh, guys. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear your yeah, opinions on this. Um, just to give you guys the most recent thing. So at an L's Women in Music event during Fashion Week, Camilla— talked openly about her relationship with Sean, and she said, quote, we went back and forth for eight months deciding whether or not we were going to do the song together. And she says that at the time, her and Sean kind of like drifted apart. They weren't spending that much time together. She says, I love him with all my heart, and I always have. We've known each other for a really long time, da-da-da. She's like, I think we drifted because we weren't hanging out as much. It was fun to be able to reconnect and hang out again. Falling in love for me—oh, my God, I can't even believe Falling in love for me just brings out all of my vulnerabilities— All these things show up for me and it just makes you open. When I'm in love, I listen to songs and I just cry. I cry easier. That must mean that I'm more open and more in touch with my emotions. All the spectrum of emotions, joy, fear, all of it. Okay, I will say this. I was actually in that room when she was being interviewed um, by E! News. And um, she did not say all of this in one breath. Like, it wasn't like, she was like, I love Sean and falling in love. Like, she was asked different questions that kind of led her to— to make these realizations. And then, you know, the article is written. But, you know, he asked her, like, what does it mean? He he said, you know, I'm a songwriter, and I know that when I'm in love, I am more vulnerable. I write better content. And she said, yeah, like, I think for me, falling in love means— and then she, you know, she said everything, like, brings out my vulnerabilities. It um, makes me more open. And when I listen to songs, I cry. So I don't think she was like, yeah, I love Sean with all my heart and falling in love. I don't think she was, like, making this whole thing 
thing like all about him. him. Right. Yeah. And, you know, she was like, he asked her, you know, like, how much do you adore Sean? And she's like, I love him with all my heart. But it sounded like she was saying, I love him with all my heart. Like a friend, like you would say about a friend. Like right. if someone asked me about one of my best friends I've known for, I love him with all my heart. It wasn't like she was saying like, I'm badly in love yeah. with him. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't even know if they've said I love you yet. Like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it was like that. But Ooh. when you read it on paper, it kind of looks differently. It's like, oh my gosh, she's like totally crazy head over and heels in love with him. And like, they're open about, I mean, they have been open about it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's very valuable insight, by the way. So thank you for saying that. Because like like you said, reading on a paper is a totally different experience than what yeah. you just outlined. So I right. really appreciate that. Um, how was that just like being there, by the way? It was, was like, cool. 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 Like she was like, hey, what's up? How are you? I see you, I see you on my Snapchat. And I was like, hey, what's up? And um, it was cool to to see her. And she performed. And she's super lovely, really talented. And really? Yeah. she was like, okay, I'm off to the next city, like right after. And I think she actually went to go surprise Sean in, in Toronto. They, yeah, right. so she surprised fans at his show in Toronto. They performed Senny Rita, and they kissed on stage, which obviously was with the kiss that we craved so desperately from the VMAs and yep. never got, and finally we got it. And none of us were there to witness it in person. Exactly. Listen, here's my thing. We've said it a million times. If they're happy, we're happy. We want whatever's for them. Personally, for people that ask, no, I don't believe there's any legitimacy to this relationship on a romantic level. I totally think they're deep in it friendship-wise. I think they do have a lot of love for each other. But I think, um, at least on his end, there's just no Way, but yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> I have finally someone who kind of like sees me, sees my way. I, my <laughs> oh, opinion. so you you haven't been getting well, that? I have said from the beginning. I was like, I'm a skeptic about this relationship. This does not seem so real. How fast it's moving, and it's not moving in a Gigi Tyler kind of fast. It's like they're spotted at the hottest hot spots. They have, they're looking their best. The paps are all there. There are pictures with them looking straight down the barrel of the camera. And they're so in our face. And when fans have like, they take these fan videos of them, they're just like making out like full force in front of their fans. Like I just. Right. It's so off. You're so on our page. Yeah, you're so on. Well, the thing that we were talking about is like these pictures come out of them in Miami, right? And I know this is a little while ago and we've gone over this, but these pictures come out in Miami. It's like, first of all, Camilla lived in Miami her entire life. You're telling me that Camilla doesn't know the places to go to avoid paparazzi. Second of all, there's pictures of them at Soho House. When is there ever pictures of a couple at Soho You're House? You're not allowed to take exactly. photos at Soho ever. House. Yeah. It, it is if they literally said, like, textbook, okay, where can we go to get, like, who are we calling up ahead of time? Where can we go to get the most sceney shot? They're in a public beach. Are you fucking kidding me? We're not talking about a little, like, couple here. Sean Mendes and Camila Caballo, two of the most famous figures in entertainment right now. I'm sorry. You can't tell me that it's real. Beyonce and Jay-Z aren't photographed this way, and they are a gazillion times more famous. It's just, it's ridiculous. I I don't know. I know. I, Tell I, us how you really see I go them. back and forth with it all the time. And it's like this push and pull, especially with my fans, because they're like, look at this and this and this. You're going to tell me that this is not real. I'm like, okay, like, this looks real to me. This looks real. I just don't know. Like, I know. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But hey, I mean, like, the, is it a coincidence that Senorita just came out that she had just broken up with her boyfriend and they got together, like, so quickly? Like, I don't know. It's it's really, really interesting. And I I don't know. I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but there are so many theories. Oh, my God. Come on. Um, but, you know, I think they're, like, both super cute. I love them both. If this is 
real, then maybe they are really happy. Then good. We always good say, for them. Yeah. My, my dream is that in you know a couple months time we look so fucking stupid for saying this. Like I hope I, I know always shame. look really fucking stupid. So let this be another time. <laughs> yeah, let, let this be another. Let this be another time where we're like, wow, I see you guys. So if, if that's this, so be it. But anyway, um, moving on to Nicki Minaj. So this was so random. Out of the blue on Thursday, Nicki tweets, I'm quoting it. I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do do it all till the death of me. X in the box because ain't nobody checking me. Love you for life. I want you to read me bedtime stories. <laughs> <laughs> so many people say that. Do they really? Always. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. You should do an audio book. <laughs> I would love to. That's read a random book. <laughs> read the dictionary. We'd love it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so— like that happens and everybody freaks out. I mean, we are not like by any means diehard Nicki Minaj fans, but I think for those, and she does, she has like some real diehards. They were like, what? Like this is the, this is the, um, you know, retirement announcement. This it's, they seems felt so cheated. So she tweets and said, I'm still right here. Still madly in love with you guys. And you know that. Then she says, in hindsight, this should have been a Queen Radio discussion, and it will be. I promise you guys will be happy. No guests, just us talking about everything. The tweet was abrupt and insensitive. I apologize, babe. I mean, duh. Yeah, duh. <laughs> well, because she also promised us an album, and she said that she was going to, like, give us more music before she got married, and she got the marriage license, and she's engaged, and I don't even know if they're officially, like, going to have a big wedding anymore. But, um, yeah, she's been dating this guy, Kenneth, who is a very— Controversial. Controversial person. Um yeah, so I don't know. I feel like, yeah, she wants to focus on, like, maybe having, an, having a family. She's maybe ready to be a mother at this point in her life. Um, so, you know, it's like that thing where Jay-Z said he was retiring or when Michael Jordan said he was retiring. Right. You know, when Phil Jackson left the Lakers, like, it's— they're not really retiring, you know? Right. They're yeah. just saying that. Maybe they want to make sure that fans are still there and kind of get a temperature check. Like, do you still want me? Right. Oh, okay, you guys, actually, there's demand for me. Okay, maybe I'll stick around and right. give you a little something after. But I think she just needs a break, a long break. I think so, too. I, You know, I always wonder with these decisions, like, to tweet something like that, was that something that went through her team? Or was that kind of her just having, like, a Trump moment of, you know what, I'm just going to no, say No, that it. was just— Wake up one morning and throw it out. I don't know. Kind of bizarre. It it is bizarre. And the thing about it that's kind of, you know, interesting is that I I feel like we have to ask how much is, like, Cardi's career playing into Nikki's decision to do this? Like, does Nikki just— That's interesting. Just, like, does Nikki personally just feel like there's not—I mean, Nikki has such a strong fan base, but with, like— the amount of t- attention and devotion to Cardi and the rivalry between them, does Nikki just feel like there's not a place for her to thrive right now? Huh, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like there is a place for her to thrive. She's still super talented. Her fan base is really strong. I feel like she was probably like having a conversation with her fiance or her husband or her man and he was like, are we going to start this family or what? And she's like, yeah, we're going to start this family. And he's like, no, nah, you're too busy and focus on your career. And she's like, I'll prove it to you right now. He's like, you won't put it on your Twitter. She's like, I'll put it on my Twitter right now right. that I'm retiring. That's exactly what That's happened. Exactly. I know that is exactly yeah. what happened. Were you there? Just that was honest. a live reenactment of exactly the conversation <laughs> that went down. No question. No Yo, question. I may or may not have been in that. <laughs> it was the That's three amazing. of you guys just hanging out in bed on a Sunday morning. And you were like, send that tweet. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. You heard it here first. <laughs> And I respect your um, 
your question, but I totally disagree. Aside, like one, I, I don't think that there is any, I think that there's room for both of them completely, but I also think Nikki is far too egotistical and prideful to even consider the op, the option that Cardi is potentially outdoing her. Like, yeah. I just don't think in her mind that would have crossed it personally. No, I, yes, I agree. And I agree with you. And I'm not saying that there isn't room for them to thrive, for both of them to thrive. Like, I think there is. I'm just saying, like, is there a part of Nikki that possibly feels like, right. you know, I paved the way. I did all of these things as a female rapper. Now here's Cardi coming. Here's Megan Thee Stallion coming in. Like, fuck it, I'm out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I hear you. Like, I just think take, it's- like, it, it's almost equally as egotistical to be like, fuck it. You don't want, you don't want, I'm taking everything away. Right. Hmm. I hear you. I don't see it, but I I can understand. Maybe some people would. It's a possibility. Yeah. It's totally she's a possibility. So what young. the fuck do I like, know? She's gonna and keep she, and on she's getting. She's gonna come back. She yeah. know, we all know that. She's super talented. I mean, listen. She say what you want about her. She's incredibly talented. Oh my god! Super bass was literally yeah. Oh my god! Life. <laughs> my life. It was the the best song I've ever heard ever. Like this. I know. I know. But <laughs> I just yeah. She's gonna be back. I just I don't believe it for even a second that I, she's permanently retiring. I fully agree. This I didn't even put on the outline because I forgot to, and then I've just been like invested in my personally myself, but I have it on my phone, the notes. So this whole crazy rich Asians thing, are you familiar with what happened? Oh, with oh, Adele? Um, oh yes. Um the writers the like writer. yeah, yeah, having the huge pay disparity. Yeah, I wanna just tell you guys what happened because we have this one follower, he literally refers to himself and likes us to refer to him as our secret Asian correspondent. Like oh that's gosh. how he, and he's Reveal just, yourself, secret <laughs> Asian. <laughs> um, and he's like super really, you know, well-connected and, and um, provides me with a lot of insight and a lot of different issues. And he, you know, sent this to me and was like, I would love for you guys to talk about this. I think it's something that really needs attention. And I think he's totally right. So I did some research on it. And basically what happened, I don't know if you guys saw Crazy Rich Asians. I did. I thought mm-hmm. it was unbelievable. By the way, I used to live in Singapore and it is that glamorous and wow. fabulous. Yes. Wow. It really hit close to home. I freaking loved that movie. That's what life is like out there. Just the opulence and the richness. It's The wealth is unbelievable. Like decadent, wow. right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it seemed. So basically Adele Lim, she was one of the co-writers on Crazy Rich Asians and she was scheduled to be, um, you know, one of the writers on their next two sequels. And she stepped down because for the next two, she was um, set to make $110,000 plus, as mm-hmm. they say. And her co-writer, this guy, Peter Chiarelli, was going to make 800000 to a $1 million. Right. And the pay disparity is like unbelievable. And even with the plus, which is kind of what they were going on, it's like, oh, well, there could be more. That's still unbelievable. So Peter, in an effort to kind of like save, you know, save this whole thing, offered to give her half of his salary. And she came back and she said to The Hollywood Reporter, I'm going to quote this because it's powerful. Being evaluated that way can't help but make you feel that is how they view my contributions. Pete has been nothing but incredibly gracious, but what I make shouldn't be dependent on the generosity of the white guy writer. If I couldn't get pay equity after Crazy Rich Asians, I can't imagine what it would be like for anyone else, given that the standard for how much you're worth is having established quotes from previous movies, which women of color would never have been hired for. There's no realistic way to achieve true equity that way. Like, yeah, damn straight. And her stepping down was, like, huge, powerful, whatever. And then, I think it was yesterday, because the story only broke a couple of hours ago, that John Chu, who's the director, everybody's waiting for his stance. He comes out, says that he stands by her completely. He released, yeah. I'm not going to read it because it's really long. But He said, whole, I bet your ass I stand with her. Exactly. He said, he goes, for those of you who are asking, you bet your ass I stand with Adele. And he said, I believed in her before we ever shot the movie and believe in her beyond. As many of you can imagine, negotiations are tough and more often than not messy, no matter who you are in this industry. And then she went on this long, long thing, which you should definitely check it out. Yeah. I thought this was such a moment of like, it's, I mean, it's obviously very unfortunate that she had to step away. She's clearly very talented, but good for her. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Seriously, yeah. good for her. She was making eight to ten times less than her counter writer. Like it's her co-writer. Um, that is insane. And for John to not even fully be aware or understand what was going on is really insane. Like I just can't believe we are in 2019. We are post Me Too. We are in the era where everyone is fighting for gender equality, racial equality, justice for all. And this is what you're like you are Crazy Rich Asians was the biggest film last year. And this is what we're going through. Alone, the movie stands for a huge movement. This is like a victory for the community. And now we're just going to set back the women just a little bit because we got a victory for our, our race, our Ex- community. Exactly. And and did you see this whole thing? And I don't want to quote it because I, I, like, I'm not 100% sure. But she basically said something about the fact that she felt like part of the reason that she was brought on in some regards was because of her, like, quote, cultural relevancy, the fact that, like, she was Asian and could kind of give some, you know, valuable insight that, like, the white guys couldn't. And she felt like they were, they felt like they were covering their bases in a way by doing that. It's just the whole thing was so unsettling. And I guess that's the Libra in me that, like, you know, desires fairness and justice. It's just ridiculous. I mean, just a a human, as a human, we want fairness and justice. And, you know, I see that a lot in writer, Hollywood writers room where, writers rooms where, um, it's just so unbalanced. You have, yeah, a room full of white men or white, a room full of white people in general. And then you have, oh, we got to have like our representatives. We've got our like one black person. We've got our maybe one Latino person. Oh, there's an Asian in the cast. We should probably bring on an Asian writer. Exactly. Like you see it all the time. And, and it shows in the writing. It shows in the work that is produced later. Um, so it's so unfortunate, a big loss for them. They need to go find a powerhouse, strong Asian woman who will get that money that she deserves. Yep, totally. I mean, Adele deserved it, but yeah. oh now they're going to really have to cover their asses. Now the ball's in their court, so we'll see yeah. what happens. I think yeah. also one of the more shocking things about this story is that it should have been everywhere, and it wasn't. Yeah. That's the other thing, is that it just wasn't It wasn't reported on. Right. That's why yeah. we're talking about it. That's why I said, I was like to him, I was like, I'm going to talk about this because I totally get why you're so frustrated by this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like two-tier. It's like one, like the fact that it happened in the first place, and two, the fact that like, why isn't this getting the same attention as every other story exactly. like this would be? No, I, thank you guys for bringing that up. And thank you, um, secret Asian reporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. So there's this really new cool service called FrameBridge. And basically they make it very easy and affordable to frame your favorite things. So art prints, posters, travel photos, you know, the stuff that you have sitting on your phone that you want to frame but never really had a convenient way to do it. So you go to framebridge.com, you upload your photo, or they can send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. You preview your item online in any frame style. You choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. And basically, they have this like expert team that they custom frame your item. They deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. And it's instead of paying, you know, hundreds at a framing store, their prices start at $39. All shipping is free. And our listeners get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use the code CELEBS. It's such an easy service. It's such a good way. Like, personally, I always feel so guilty that I have all these pictures on my phone. I never do anything with it. And I tried it with a couple of the travel photos. It was so easy. It's really convenient. And I, I honestly highly recommend this. So get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, and special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code CELEBS. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code CELEBS. Again, that's framebridge.com promo code celebs okay do you want to talk about 
Well, Julie, just announce Chance. I know you're so excited. Oh, about it. he not just really. did, it's not. I guess it's not news. We didn't have to talk about it. No, he just had it, Julie. He just had a second everyone. daughter. It's fucking the cutest thing ever. He he posted on Instagram that he's uh, delaying his tour because he felt that the first time that when he had his daughter, his first daughter Kensley, he went on tour two weeks after she was born and just felt like she he missed so many milestones in her life and wasn't there for his wife the way he should have been. Yeah. So he's he's doing it over and doing it right this time. And that's so sweet. God, I love. Him. <laughs> Let me tell you something. He was at Sunday service in Chicago last Sunday. Julie's always had a thing for him. And like, I got it. But I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of see it, whatever. There was a video of him dancing. And I literally said to Julie, I was like, I am so turned on right now. Like, I told you. Someone I hold me back. told you. Yeah. They were singing worship music, ladies. Calm down. <laughs> Chance was, on Ultralight Beam, when they hit that part yes, where they yes. say, I met Kanye West, I'm never going to fail. That hits so uh-huh. hard. It hits so hard. Yeah. Dude, I love your obsession with Chance. Oh, this is amazing. God, I love yeah. Chance, too. And love. he looks like such an amazing father, such an amazing husband. Uh, good for him for taking the time to just spend it with his family. Right? I know. Um, We also wanted to touch on two two things that happened just in the world of Instagram. One was Demi Lovato. I'm sure you guys saw Mm. this. She uploaded this picture of her in a bathing suit, and I had such respect for her. It was like basically a total body positivity. Like, this is my body. I'm not editing it. Here's my cellulite. This used to be my worst fear, basically. And now it's like, fuck it. It's on display for everyone. I'm beautiful, and this is me, which in itself was amazing. And I mean— it was the comments were flooded with support. Yeah. But then Mike Johnson from The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. who as you guys know, there's always that speculation. He comments, look at me like that again with the with the smirk face, love yourself. And he she responds with the kiss face and the tongue out. I posted that in the screenshots 42 seconds. I posted it about a million, minute after it happens on comments by Bachelor. You guys, what is going on here? These bachelorette contestants are going for the celebrities. And you know what? It's the celebrities crumbing and getting the response from them and they are winning and let me tell you something you know what I'm about to say Julie guess who paved the way for all these motherfuckers Sarah Highland she got true, Wells true. she got true. Wells by tweeting at him and that's what started now Tyler and Gigi Demi and Mike like let, let's, let's see what happens I mean I, I would not be surprised next thing you know Britney Spears is with like who the fuck knows? Nick Vile Nick, Nick, Nick if you're listening she would oh my gosh Nick please do it no but it's so easy for them it's so easy for a celeb to be like you know let me get one of these Bachelor contestants because they're usually really hot. They come from seemingly normal backgrounds, like usually not from Hollywood. No. And it, yeah, I feel like, I mean, this would be a really hot, fun couple, but Mike is also one of our fan faves to be the potential new Bachelor. I know. And I I am all for it. Like, again, we're not big Bachelor watchers, but I watch a little bit of Bachelor in Paradise, this, that. He seems like a really nice guy. The concerns that I guess people have, even big fans of his, is that he's not like as out there, like charismatic wise, like he's not as, I don't know, talkative or that's what a lot of people have said to us, like in their opinions. I'm into him. I think he's so sexy. Wait, but I don't want him to be now. I want him to be with that's Demi. That's the thing. I want him to be with Demi. I know. I know. I'm torn on this one because it's like that. Yes, that would be a fun, cool couple, but I feel like it would run its course and it doesn't have longevity. I feel like he would be a really great contestant or a really great choice for The Bachelor. He would be our first black bachelor. Which we need. We, we need. I, the fact we do not have this is insane to I me. I know. My boyfriend is black and he's like, babe, I'm about to leave you and go and be the first bachelor. Literally. Like, I'm sorry. I have to do it. They're, they're, they're not going to do it. Yeah. I'm like, please, Mike, do it so I don't lose my boyfriend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like 
this would be a f- they're probably already hooking up to be honest I'm talking know, like that are. on Instagram they're trying to let us know something yeah for sure, for for sure. One, one thing we have found out from the comment section you don't comment just to comment like there's there's always when there's smoke there's fire you know mm-hmm. what I mean and there's just so I don't know keep your eyes peeled for that one guys because we are into that couple yes um, in other Instagram news I just wanted to touch on this because I think you know we talk a lot about Justin Bieber's Instagram mm-hmm. antics and this was really telling of something you know we're always into when he posts with Haley. It's like the best thing that ever happened. It's Christmas to us. morning it really, every time. It's truly it Christmas really morning, is. and we've been getting a lot of Christmas presents. Oh, oh my god, the best! I feel like he knows. Like I feel like he understands the hype. So anyway, uh-huh. he posted a picture of her that was on his story, and he put it on his grid. And it, it said like, "No makeup." Like, watch just how gorgeous she looked. And she comments, making a girl blush over here. And someone comments. This person's name is Dios S. Real Amen. So <laughs> that means let me translate. It means God is real. Amen. <laughs> and and uh, he says, or, or she says, uh, you don't need to do this. If you really love each other, just live and enjoy it without trying to presume to appear or force someone else to see that, quote, you're in love. And he responds, honoring your wife publicly is actually such an amazing, respectful thing to do. It's not only reassuring to her, it's also a way of giving people something to look forward to. I'm not forcing it down anyone's throat. You follow me. Should I not make songs about loving my wife or being in love, or is that shoving down my love for her down your throat too? This Ooh. is my life. Unfollow me if you don't like what mm. I post. Damn Bieber. straight. Let, let's say a amen to that one. Yeah. yeah. Dios amen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. I live for a Bieber clapback because he is he is so real right now. He's like, do not come for me. Do not be here if you don't want to hear what I have to say. He's so candid. He's so vulnerable right now. He's in a place where all he needs is love and support. And if you're going to be a hater, like, just why? Why are you even following? Why are you following him? And also, there's so many things. First off, if you never post about Haley, you know, the first thing that would say is Haley, Haley Bieber and Justin in uh, having trouble in their marriage amid no social media action, number one. Number two, you're going to tell me you're married to Haley Baldwin and you're not posting her? Fuck yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah, literally fuck off. I just, I don't want to talk. It's like, like, we just need, like, this person who claims to believe that, you know, God is real, whatever, and you're going to come with this hate. Like, you know, we need to spread love and give love and show love. And and that's all that he's doing. And he's right when he says, like, I want to show people that this is something you can look forward to. I look forward to that Justin Haley, you know, type of marriage. Exactly. It seems true. And it seems like she's really holding it down for him you know, supporting him with whatever he is going through. It seems like it's really tough right now. And the fact that they're able to have these fun, in-love moments, like, hell yeah, I support that. For sure. The other thing about Bieber's Instagram that's so funny to me that this person not wanting Haley content is, like, Bieber posts two things. It's either Haley or it's Drew House. Like, or it's occasionally his dogs. Yeah. You're and, telling me you're following Justin Bieber because you just have to see what's going on with Drew House? Like, you don't care about Haley? It's just you're in it for the other stuff? Yeah, please. Exactly. That's, That's, a, good point. That's yeah. a great point, please. Yeah, it's not like he has this, like, very variety of content. It's literally a yellow smiley face or Haley's ass. Like, that's it. There's no in-between. <laughs> we um, want and that. if you're and not choosing Haley's ass, <laughs> I don't care who you are. Yeah. Like, please shove it down my throat. (laughs) That sounded awful. I know exactly what you mean. Um, Okay, before we go to the award ceremony, just two really quick fashion week highlights. Number one, Sophia Rich. I mean, everybody looked insane. Mm. Unbelievable. Ashley Graham walking. I mean, all of it. But I have to just say, Sophia Richie and Alexander Wang Mm. and Haley also and Alexander Wang and Bulgari. Mm. No. No. Forget it. Shut down the week. The week's over because of them. Yeah, that was insane. And Sophia this morning posted an Insta story. Definitely watched it if you haven't, of her on the plane on the way back with Scott. Scott's in the air. They're eating Chinese. He's like, let me tell you something. The only thing to eat 30,000 feet up Chinese food. And we're just like, you are so hot. 
You know yeah, what? No, I've not. never had Chinese food 30,000 feet in the air. That's how you know you're rich. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Shun Li. Oh, yeah. you know who else killed Fashion Week? You know what I'm going to say? No. Zendaya. Oh. oh, my God. When she was in that suit. <laughs> Sorry, that was loud. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were killing. <laughs> we're killing our producer over there. Um. Yes. I love her in menswear. Love. I love her in everything. Like, I didn't want to see that Michael B. Jordan suit. I wanted to see it on Zendaya. And did you see he commented saying, yeah, yes. he like that she wore it better? Yeah, no, that was, she is. That was Talk great. about a goddess. Yeah. So imagine if you could use one program for all of your health and weight loss needs. So no more hunting for training apps, workouts, calorie trackers, meal plans. Plus, you would have a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. Kind of like having a workout bestie all in one place. So we're talking about Noom. The thing about Noom is that there's so many different goals that it can help you achieve. So, you know, whether that's a physical thing like better self-care, feeling more confident in clothing, having more energy and overall glow. Also the ability to kind of make healthy choices and, and be in a better mood. And I think specifically social life-wise, being able to go out again and you don't have to stay at home because you're not, you know, you're not, you don't want to be tempted or you're not sure how you're going to act in that situation. Being able to learn how to resist and be comfortable in social environments, I think is such a huge plus because it's something that can be so limiting to so many people. Um, it's it's just a it's a really uh, good system and basically it's a it's a habit changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. So Noom is based in psychology and it teaches you why you do the things you do and then it arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones, as opposed to kind of like a band aid fix. That's that's not at all the approach. So listen, you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom N O O M dot com slash celebs. What do you have to lose? Visit noom.com slash celebs to start your trial today. That's noom.com slash celebs. Okay, moving on to the award ceremony. This is where we crown the funniest comment and the best clapback of the mm-hmm. week. So first winner was David Spade for clapback. He posted a picture of him and Sean Penn and someone comments, damn, you both look old as fuck. And he responds, thanks. In a strange turn of events, we both got older. Hope it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> oh my God. So clever, so easy. Um, and for funniest, Samuel Blair posted a picture of herself. Obviously, she has shaved her head. She's undergoing chemotherapy for her MS. And she posted a picture of herself. Um, it was like a nude from the back, so you can see her butt. And someone writes, sorry, unfollowing. And she responds, is this something I said with the laugh face? I love her. Like, why does that person even have to say they're unfollowing? Well, like, that's the thing that we always talk about. It's my like, eyes couldn't roll back further. First <laughs> off, like, how narcissistic are you that you feel like you need to announce your departure? It's just beyond. And second of all, I can't even get into it because I could talk about this for hours, but I've like, you know, sometimes you see someone on social media and then you just really get like an attachment, not like one of your, base, like, of course, not the Haley's adjustment of the world, but you've watched someone's stories and you just get so invested. Yeah. That's what happened to me with Selma Blair. When she came out with her MS, I watched that Robin Roberts interview and I've become like so invested in her, what she's going through. And I think truly, like I say to Julie all of the time. Probably once a day, I, easily. I've never been more um, inspired by someone's medical journey on social media, at least than hers. I think she is so strong. She's so real about it. Mm-hmm. So optimistic. She, like, if you guys don't know, she was diagnosed with MS and it really came on suddenly and it really kind of took over her body. And she's so committed to like being the best mother she can and being so honest about what she's going through. And I, I don't know. I just have such like an Tremendous amount of respect for her. And I yeah. I was so proud of her for just doing that. Totally. So congratulations, she, Selma. You're yeah. the best. So strong. Please keep posting content like this. We are here to stay. We are here for it. Absolutely. Um, okay, guys. Obviously, our favorite part, Kardashian recap. <laughs> this isn't even in the outline because it just happened. 
Kylie and Travis are doing Playboy. Yes, you. I'm not lying. You want to see how quick I am? What? It's in the fucking outline. Oh my gosh. Oh dang. This, this is why I keep you around. You know that, right? Yeah. I, you also don't have another choice. I don't, it's not you like one day choice. you're going to wake up and be like, she's, I don't know. She's that quick, <laughs> You're pretty and much stuck with me forever. forever. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, what did you think? Did you see the pictures? Hell yeah, I did. Oh my God. Like she gave full booty and crack on, on the IG. Yes, like, she I'm did. Like, I literally can't wait to see what comments you guys dig up from this one. Oh. I can't believe they're doing Playboy. I can't oh, believe just it. Hit me. It just hit you me again. You know what's amazing? Kylie Jenner takes these things that have a stigma surrounding them, like being young and pregnant. Like yeah. you would think, oh, that's like trashy or, you know, people from her community or whatever. They don't do that or, you know, Things like Playboy where maybe you don't always, there's a way to do Playboy tastefully, but like not always. Mm -hmm. But like when she does it, it's like, wow, this is amazing. She's doing Playboy and we want it. Like she does these things and we just can't get enough of it. Can't get enough. She does it, I don't know, in a really great way, I guess. She's addicting. They're all marketing geniuses. Kylie especially, she is such a boss. I I I can't. I'm so excited for this. I'm like shaking. I, I can't get I over it. I truly, this is my dream come true. I mean, truly, my dream come true is because listen, realistically, we're never getting a sex tape. Like they're never releasing a sex tape. So yeah. this is honestly the closest thing we can get. Why are you, gonna, why like, you gonna hurt me like that? <laughs> you never know. Like, are we gonna get full full nude? Well, that's what I was saying. Literally a second before you walked in, I turned to you. I was like, Are we gonna see Travis's dick? <laughs> Like, is that possible? I don't know. No, there's no, there's, no, there's this no. is not porn. I know, there, there's no way, but in a hypothetical world, just could you imagine? She could destigmatize the sex tape. Oh, yeah. She God. could just make it, we just get all of the sex tapes now. Yeah, they were oh like, hey, we're going to release this for the public to see. I don't know. I just, wow, that's so hot. Yeah. Did, like, yeah, how did that conversation go down? What did her mom say? Does, like, Chris even say, I don't think so anymore? Oh, She's my God, like, of course not. Go for it. You remember Chris at Kim's Playboy shoot? That's where the yes. original You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, started. Oh, my God. We're about to get round two. We're about to get round two. And you know damn well if they were smart, they were going to have Chris with an iPhone, like, or with a video camera taking it back at Kylie's shoot. You know we're going to get that. They're too smart not to. No, but I think that what's really cool about this is you see so much shaming of, like, that's what you want to promote to your daughter. like. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, yeah, I'm a mom. Okay, f- true. I'm also a woman who's allowed to feel totally empowered with my body. Mm. And like, if this is what makes me feel good, I want to show my daughter that I can do it and it doesn't make me any less smart, any less relevant. Like, I'm allowed to want to feel sexy and that's okay. And I just, I'm so behind that message. So, fuck yeah, yeah. absolutely. This is really exciting. Really exciting. Um, I guess let's talk, let's continue on the whole Kylie thing. Kylie and Chris on Ellen. Oh my God. Have you seen it? I actually haven't seen it yet. Oh my I've God. Been, I've been at fashion shows I know, and walking I know. around New York City and schlepping it and I know. tell me what happened. Tell, tell her. So Kylie and Chris were on Ellen recently. And as we know that Kylie announced when she came out with her birthday collection that was money themed that she was going to use that money to give back. And she was going to team up with Ellen to do so. Because as we know, Ellen DeGeneres on her show is like known for giving back massive quantities into just as many people as she possibly can. So in the episode that aired, I believe it was yesterday, Kylie and Chris were on and they, you know, went sifted through like a ton of different applicants and people trying and and this one story of this girl who started a women's empowerment group when she realized that not enough women had, you know, people to look up to and empowered women in their lives. So she started this group. She was at some corporate job and quit to go into the, into this. And Kylie gave the group 
a check for $150,000. She gave this girl who started it $100,000 in cash and surprised her. And then everyone else in the group also got $50,000. Jeez. She gave $750,000 total she gave away. Yeah. It was really, like, uh, really special to watch. The, win- the girls were... It was an out-of-body experience. I mean, $50,000 was changing their lives like, yeah. in a really intense way, and it was so emotional. That's incredible. Like, not only is she doing Playboy, but she's a philanthropist. She empowers other women. She and she's so young. You. She's so young. Like, she's really unbelievable. That is a true wow. role model right there. She, no, she—listen, you guys know, if you're listening to this section, you I think at this point you like the Kardashians because you wouldn't listen if you—you you know. Like, say what you want about them. They do the right thing. And we don't see—trust me, it's going to come out in a lot of years that they're doing foundation stuff. They're doing a lot more stuff, um, phil- like, philanthropically that we don't even know about. Yeah. And I just think—it was amazing. It was really fun. And then she also did, like, a, you know, the regular interview, and they were talking— Ellen's like, so did they call you like Kylie Billionaire Jenner? And she was kind of like, yeah. And they're, she's like, did they give you a hard time? And she's like, it's really only in our sibling group chats when we're planning a trip. And they're like, so Kylie, you paying? And Ellen's like, do you pay? And she's like, no. And Chris is like, no, she only pays for me. Like it was really, <laughs> it was funny. And I think, you know, Kylie kept saying like, she really, they always tell me how proud they are of me and they're really supportive. And I think that's true. I don't think there's jealousy. Like I think yeah. first off, they know that they're set too. And I just think that, I don't know, I can imagine it's like a, I don't think it's a negative connotation. I think they're like very happy for her. Yeah, absolutely. They're like, all right, you got a bunch of more millions than us. Exactly. We still got a bunch of millions. Exactly. (laughs) At that point, it's like, what's the biggest difference? Um, The two other things we wanted to say, Kardashian-wise, was one, Kendall on Fallon. Can you talk about the Mm. Rihanna Brad Pitt thing? So Kendall, yes, yes, I watched that. Yes, Kendall was on Fallon. The whole reason the Brad Pitt conversation came up is because Brad Pitt was at Sunday service not this past Sunday, the Sunday before. And Kendall was saying that she had, she was so starstruck and she like loves Brad Pitt so much that she just left. Yeah. Like she couldn't even be in the same environment as I him because she, she wouldn't have known what to say. She just literally left. And then the conversation got started. She was like, I just, I want like Brad Pitt and Rihanna together. Like they would just be the most incredible couple. I know. It, that actually would be a really fun, interesting couple. Like I could... I could probably see that. I can't think of two more beautiful people, quite frankly. Honestly. And also, Kendall Jenner saying that she left because she was intimidated by Brad Pitt is the most relatable Kendall Jenner's ever been. Yeah, ever. I agree. Like, ever. Straight up. I'm like, wait, don't you know that everyone is so nervous and intimidated by you or, like, your entire family that they couldn't even handle being in the same room? Like, I probably wouldn't be able to be in the same room with all of them. I've been in the same room with, like, each one of them at different times. Yeah. But I can't—I couldn't imagine just being—I, like— in the room with all of them. Right, but also just coming from like a, solely from like a very superficial perspective, you know, obviously Brad Pitt has always been like one of the hottest men in Hollywood. Yeah. And Kendall Jenner is arguably like, you know, one of, if not the hottest woman in Hollywood right now, right? Yeah. And like, she could get any guy she wants. So to her, for her, with her looks to even feel a little bit like anxious or that's, that's like crazy. That's like, oh, wow. She has that too, you know? Yeah, it's like a very— right. And she's know, also right. young. She's like a lot younger, you know, by yeah. 20-something years. So, I, yeah, it's relatable, but she, it was funny. It's like, oh, wow, she's just a young gal who's like mm-hmm. not trying to meet her superheroes like the rest of us. Exactly, right. stars. They're just it's funny. Like I, was reading, I was reading an article about talking about Brad Pitt at Sunday service and, and the whole thing with Kendall, and, and somebody was saying that like— the article is saying that Kanye and Brad have been friends for years and the reason that they're such good friends is that Kanye just wants to talk to anybody who's a dad like it was the cutest article about how like Kanye just like he wants to talk to as many dads as possible and like compare and get as many notes as he can on being a father no way how cute so fucking cute like Kanye is one of the most relatable people also like he will run into 
like a cool looking kid in the street who like has great style and all he wants to do is hang out with them so he could learn about like culture and streetwear and what's trending right now and what people are into. Like he, there's, I have so many different stories of people who I know who've run into Kanye and they literally just go and hang out with him and Kanye's like, hey, you want to listen to my new music? What do you think? Just wants to get an opinion. That's my dream. From random people. people. It's re- it's a really, and it's so, it's such an interesting like juxtaposition between that side of him and then the, the entirely like narcissistic hardcore celebrity like I think right. I'm better than everyone but the two definitely coexist which I think is yeah. really interesting I don't know if you saw at Sunday service in Chicago the one where Chance was oh, there yeah. and we were like orgasming uh-huh. um, he he was going through this crowd and the bodyguard was like stopping the yeah. crowd for him and he turns to the bodyguard and he's like stop this yeah. is my city watch this makes the bodyguard stop and he literally parts Julie texts me she's like it was fucking like Moses parting it the was Red literally Moses. he just he literally it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen he grabs yeah. her stop watch this and he just walks like this with his hands it's out and they just they stepped aside that's his city that's his city truly is. if you haven't seen it go to ins- the Instagram um, team at team Kanye Daily and there's yeah, a video they have You'll literally see everything I'm everything like, is this his best friend posting Who is honestly it could be it could it's be amazing. him honestly yeah. <laughs> right? I, I, oh my god I couldn't live without team Kanye Daily True. Um, and lastly, in the world of celebrity, well, I mean, in the world of Kardashian, two things. Number one, Kim Skims launches mm. today. Cannot yeah. wait. Did you see her on Today Show talking oh about God, it? Yes. Amazing. And her whole video today where she was talking about like that quote, like shapewear line, I'm assuming it was Spanx, that she wore the dress of the People's Choice Award and you could see it through and whatever. She spent her entire career, I was talking to Isabel about this earlier, she spent her entire career talking, like praising Spanx. And now yeah. all of a sudden, which whatever, I get it. I do think that this is her, I think that this could be how like Kylie is to lip kit, Kim is to shapewear. Yeah. I think it could be, if it's as good as everyone's saying it is, I think mm. it could be one of those. And I love like the the people that she included in the campaign. Alice Johnson. Alice yeah. Johnson is in that. Like that is Incredible. I agree. Totally agree. Every single one of the siblings, which you don't always see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there were a lot of really cool people in that. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, Kanye purchased a ranch in Wyoming. So it was $14 million, It's which sounds like a lot when you hear that number, obviously. But then when you hear what he got for it, it has eight lodging units. It has It's known for monster, monster trout fishing. It has two freshwater lakes, a restaurant, an event center, meeting facilities. There's horse barns, coral, like— $14 million in LA gets you like— A smoothie. Uh, yeah. Hang on. A CBD smoothie. Yeah. yeah, for real. Like even Taylor Swift's Cornelia Street apartment is like around 14, 11 no, to $14 crazy. million. it's crazy. You have to see the property. Like, it's like it's like 4,500 acres that he got for $14 million. Insane. Like he bought the state of Wyoming, you guys. Basically. That's basically what happened. And apparently he's been seen touring elementary schools, which is just like, there's nothing funnier than me than picturing Kanye in like rural Wyoming, like just touring elementary schools. But, by himself without Kim. But Julie, in Kim's Vogue Arabia. No, I know. That, if, guys, remember in Kim's Vogue Arabia interview, when Connie interviewed her, said, like, where do you think of yourself in five to 10 years? She was like, I see us living with our kids on a ranch in Wyoming. And I'm like, there you go. Wait, you motherfuckers. Like, is this, is, <laughs> are we, is this happening? Like, it's actually happening. It's just ha- it kind of like when he said they were moving to Chicago. Who the fuck knows? All I know yeah. is if they're moving, the camera crew better be following them. Yeah. Heck yeah. It's going to be like the spinoff show, like, Cards hit Wyoming plus Kanye. Could like you imagine Kim and Kanye take Wyoming? Oh my I god! I have to say, <gasps> genius. genius. No, it's gonna be amazing. I oh my god! Could Kim and Courtney take Miami could literally never. Could never. Could never. never. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Watching Sunday service in Wyoming. Oh my god! Are you guys kidding? I mean, the whole Sunday service thing. I mean, it's all of Wyoming can fit on that property for Sunday service. There's no doubt in my mind. It's it's just unbelievable. BRB moving to Wyoming. Truly, I might. Yes, I know. Hey, I'm, I'm considering. It's I tempting. could get a pretty nice property in Wyoming. I feel like if that's what he gets for 14 million, <laughs> I know I could live pretty well there too. I think. Wow. Is there anything else? that you want to mention any other stories that we forgot any 
No, we we did a I good job like covering it today. Guys, yeah, you, well, we had you. This is like your bread and butter. You are yeah, like oh the God. best. And oh, I know you guys are awesome. Wait, let me just. We're gonna post a picture of Erin, but just describe. She's wearing this adorable hat, this plaid dress, so chic. I mean, you're like very New York Fashion Week out. I it's, was nervous to come here. I had to. I had to bring it for you guys. <laughs> you you brought it. I you had zero concerns. Yeah, please, <laughs> zero concern. You are the best. Thank you. And you guys can catch Erin on E News the Rundown on Snapchat and on E News weeknights, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on E. And new episodes of The Rundown can be found on Snapchat every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, catch the latest episode. It's really crazy. They're all just amazing. You are the best. Thank, thank you, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Love you guys. Oh, we love you. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like, generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically, when I'm buying something or paying for a service... I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.